Welcome back to the Knock On Sports and joining me on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline for the final show, it is Richie Melby from Montana Sports. Richie, it is great to chat with you, man. Hope you're doing well. The final show, hearing you say that out loud, I just, I'm not sure how to feel about that, but uh, honored to be on the final show. Glad to be back with you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it, Richie. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I was trying to think, I know we've interacted and I know I've had you on the show, but I'm trying to think of when we actually first met. And I wonder if that was just either at a, a Helena game during the football season or if that was at a state tournament. Do you remember off the top of your head? Oh, man, the very first one. Uh, gosh, that's a good question. It would have had to have been, would it have been a spring sport somewhere? Does that sound right to you? That Well, I'm thinking either, to, or was it even? State tournament was maybe what I'm thinking. Either football season or state tournament, I'm thinking. Yeah, and I was trying to remember if there was a state a state track meet, I know, because I was up in uh, Kalispell, remember, and stayed in Whitefish, and we got to, uh, I think Kyle Hansen was involved in, in that one. And then there was the one, the one uh, well, there's been a couple of times at football games, I guess, that we've run into one another. But there was also, was, there was a game, I think, was it Big Fork maybe, that I was up covering Big Fork or Whitefish or somebody in that neck of the woods, and you had that evening off for, for Kalispell Flathead. And maybe just happened to be there, and it was randomly like, oh, hello, by the way, in person. Either way, it wasn't enough. I know that. I know that we didn't have, uh, I know that we didn't have enough of the in-person interactions. Just, even, you know, you were chasing around the Braves and Bravettes a lot of the time, and, well, uh, who knows who I was chasing around on it. You chase, day. you chase around a bunch of people. It seems like more or less these days you just chase around the MHSA. <laughs> More or less, I'm the guy that sits outside their office asking what's next and, you know, what do people need to know? Well, speaking to that, Richie, uh, before we dive into more stuff down memory lane, uh, let's talk about that for a second. Um, we got spring sports going on. We've had our first results for track meets already. Uh, we've had results for softball, tennis to go along with it. I know Class B golf, uh, BC golf for that matter, uh, already got, getting results in as well. And I guess the first thing I got to start with is, how surprising is that we actually started the season on time? That is very surprising. Uh, and it's, it's almost more surprising that it's been a year, remember, since we were waiting. What's today? Today's April 9th. Last year, we, you know, we delayed spring sports. And then we were saying, okay, well, we'll just pick it up later on. And then they completely canceled spring sports. And we're going, oh, my goodness, what just happened? So the fact that we start on time and the fact that they're they're getting some of these events in and the fact that it's been a year for this entire, you know, we've gone full circle now with the, the spring sports season and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just the whole thing is just bonkers is kind of the word that comes to mind. It's good to see them out there. And I'm glad, you know, I don't know about over in your neck of the woods, but the wind ain't blowing and the sun's shining right now on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening. So I like the sounds of that. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the thing, man. I, I'll tell you this, that, that was something else I kind of thought about. I was just like, it's been two years, essentially, since we've had spring sports, as you mentioned, it were canceled. So, so from the coaches that you've heard or talked to, what's been their reaction? Because I know the coaches here are just elated that they get to practice and that they actually get to compete. Yeah, and I think, you know, the it, to, to be fair, um, those spring sports coaches and athletes last year kind of felt slighted a little bit and there's a lot of things that we didn't know about the the pandemic and the virus and the repercussions and the long-term effects and there's still a lot of things maybe that we don't know about it but i know that they felt like with many of these sports being 100 percent of the time outdoor sports that they should have gotten that opportunity and so 
when we started looking at rising cases and things, you know, even when, when we first started high school sports in the fall, the spring, the spring sports were the ones that were already starting to talk. Like if we play football and, and that fall sports season, and then we make it through winter and we get back to spring and do this again, like how awful would that have been that narrative and storyline for these poor spring sports athletes and coaches. And obviously the seniors last year, who you really feel for, um, you feel for all of them, but for those kids to not even get the chance uh, college gets an extra year. Maybe if you wanted to take that opportunity, high school wasn't offering that up. So uh, they're, they're certainly excited to be back out there. I know that even just the practices when they were fired up, you know, excited to be back on the track, the softball diamonds, the tennis courts, um, golf for the smaller schools. You know, we, we made it through those other two seasons and these guys finally get that turn. Like you said, after basically the two year hiatus, uh, so it's good to see him back out here. And, you know, now it's just a matter of wrapping it up, getting some good marks and some good, you know, if you're playing softball or tennis, whatever it is, just really shoring up your game. And, and let's end it on a high note as we head into summer. Well, Richie, this is going to be interesting too. And I, obviously I'm not going to be a part of this anymore because I won't be covering uh, the spring sports season to its finish, but this is going to be a very interesting year for guys like yourself and others across the state, because usually we have an idea. Okay. Hey, we know the names that are going to be, you know, vying and, and could be competing for state hardware in terms of the individual performances as teams, we kind of know, all right, these teams are usually strong, but it feels like this year it's a, a lot more unknown in terms of who are going to be the top athletes, whether it be track, maybe we know a little bit more in tennis, um, and obviously maybe some of the top players who they're going to be in softball is still remains a question mark. Yeah, and softball is kind of that's kind of the tough one when you're looking at the team sports more, you know, more so compared to the individual sports. Um, there's some names in track and field. Slim did a good, uh, you know, just that good article on here's your returning state champions, which wouldn't be reigning state champions, but we have to do returning from two years back. Uh, and I think there were five boys and eight or nine girls, if I remember correctly. Uh, and only one of them in class double A Odessa Zents from here in Helena high. So the list there is small. Those are, those are athletes that won state championships at state track and field. It'd be two years prior. Then you, you know, you can look at tennis as well and kind of see where some of the kids may have finished a couple years back softball. I just feel like that's a, same thing with golf. Softball, I feel like, is the challenging one because you really have to mesh everything to get together at that point. And you might know where a couple of the the good the good players and some of those, you know, keep an eye out for Gatorade Player of the Year type stuff. And somebody's already signed to go play college ball, whatever else. But when it's a team sport like that, I feel like that's the challenge of trying to predict um, just who to keep an eye on. So the fact that they're they're getting to get out here and, and start playing and, and getting things riled up a little bit, that'll certainly help. And like I said, just seeing it again, you know, I think that puts a smile on everybody's face. Right now we're with Richie Melby from Montana Sports as we are discussing the latest what's going on with spring sports as we do have that season after a year where we didn't have it. And uh, Richie, let me get your thoughts on this because what have you heard or have you heard anything from the MHSA in terms of what they're going to do in terms of the postseason? Um, softball is obviously a state tournament. They have their own individual sites. I think AA and A are pretty much the only ones anyway, so they have their own place. Uh, you look at a track where obviously it's either like A and C or double A and B. There's usually two classifications at one site. Uh, are they going to do what wrestling did and just have one, you know, double A at one place and A in another and B in another and C in another? Do you know what they're going to do with the postseason right now? 
No, you know, I haven't uh, I haven't heard any updates on that. And they do have um, they do have on their website right now. When you go look at like state their track and field postseason, it's still you know state double A and C um, is what Missoula County Public Stadium, I think, and then A and B is is in Laurel. So right now, and of course we didn't see changes to the other sports until late in the game anyways. So obviously things could still change at that point in time, but that's what they've got written on here right now. And, you know, we do, we are able to compare these sports, you know, especially to basketball and volleyball where we were inside the gyms and especially at some of the smaller schools, there's not the seating that you might have. There's not as much room and stuff like that. Whereas outdoors, I I think you look at, there's more room for some of the social distancing. You can also look at things like the counties since it's been up to them um, as to what their local rules and guidelines were going to be. A lot of those counties have now, you know, some of them, I think, got rid of mask mandates completely. Others have, you know, gone from 50 people gatherings to 250 people gatherings. So you were slowly starting to see this take place, especially over the last few months here, where things were opening up a little bit more. And so in terms of being able to to host like normal, and especially with these outdoor sports, I would like to think that your odds are looking much better than we maybe had to see with, like you said, wrestling, which wrestling, you know, that was a bummer to to have it in three different spots. I'm glad they got to have it all together for counting the, uh, or three, I guess. Yeah. And then the, the girls championships for the first time this year too, was pretty cool. But I, I would think that they will have something kind of like, remember in volleyball, it was these two teams play and then they get off the courts and have to go. If you're playing softball and we're doing this combined tournament, then once you're done, clean out the dugout. Maybe they have to spray it down and then get those teams out of there and bring in the next two teams type of thing and their, and their fans. Um, so the benefit of being outdoors, I think, and the benefit of watching the counties and the health department slowly start to open things up seems like it would be helpful in this case right now we are with richie melby from montana sports richie let's get to some spring football as well in montana obviously we've got frontier uh, at the same time i'm really excited for this weekend just to see uh you know montana grizz football unfortunately we don't get to see any games from montana state under new head coach uh brent vegan but that's probably to be expected with a new coach but just your thoughts on the fact that we've got two games one this weekend one next weekend for grizz football yeah, it's been Kyle Hansen's been doing some uh, some stories previewing the offense and the defense and everything coming up for this weekend. And a while back, it seemed like this would never get here. You know, these games get announced, and you're like, ah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And then it's like, well, hang on a minute, maybe maybe we are going to get there. And then then came the announcement. I think it was the beginning of this month, right? Where this was for the fall, obviously, but they're looking at full capacity crowds in the fall in both Bozeman and Missoula. And so you're going okay, we're getting a little bit closer to that quote-unquote normal word or whatnot. And then the Cats are going to have the the Sonny Holland Classic, of course, and they did limit that to, what, 2,500 fans, if I remember correctly. That's on the 24th. But we get to see an actual one. We get to see, you know, well, I better knock on wood. It's not Saturday until tomorrow. Uh, But (laughs) to get these guys back out there, you know, we've – Maybe more than ever, we've we've all dove into the too deep that Bobby Houck and the Grizz released, and you're really studying it a lot more than we normally would because we haven't seen one of these in so long that it was kind of nice to actually look at this and see. And like you said, the Frontier Conference, they've been going, um, I think, who did I say, Rocky had maybe four games in so far, and mm-hmm. Carroll and MSU Northern have each played a couple of games uh, and still still some more games to come this weekend. I think Northern's got Eastern Oregon, if I remember correctly, who so far is 
uh, has been, um, well, the, no, College of Idaho is the one that's undefeated, and that's who Carroll College has. So that'd be the, the fun game to watch, too. But, you know, and they, they've had the issues with fans in the Frontier Conference. Like, we were playing all these basketball and volleyball in front of no crowds, but to be able to even watch those online through their YouTube streams, you know, it's just, it's, it's so close, I guess, to, to bringing a sense of this quote unquote normalcy back. And there's still plenty of things that we all have to take seriously and, and be careful of. But, uh, yeah, for the Grizz this weekend, man, can you imagine that atmosphere over in Missoula? You, I don't even think you have to be at the stadium. I think you just have to be a Grizz fan or a football fan and be in or around Missoula tomorrow. And, uh, I'd imagine that they're going to have a heck of a time. Richie Melby joining us here as we got a few minutes left before we wrap things up for the knock on sports. And uh, Richie, one of the things that I do remember that I enjoyed a lot was when we had the East-West Shrine game in Butte. Uh, Flathead was well represented with Blake Counts, Anthony Jones, Jaden McNeil, and a few others. The East uh, continued to win. And that was the last game that was played in the East-West Shrine game, which is interesting now that that, has a, that game has a new date as well. Um, but I know you were there covering there that game at Tech, and, and that was really fun. I know there was a couple other media members there as well. But uh, like I said, it, we there were the, the times that we were able to spend time together actually in person were always fun. I know that one's going to be a memory that sticks with me for, for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the perfect year, right? Because Kalispell Flathead, that was their state championship game run, correct? And mm-hmm. they had yep. just so many guys. And, you know, the the end of uh, uh, Coach Sampson over there and stuff before he went off to Montana Tech and everything. I mean, that was especially, you know, especially for, for you, I think, to kind of be involved in that one was pretty sweet. And those were always the fun, you know, these state tournaments for us as media members, like, you see the faces, you recognize the names, you see them on social media, whatever else it is, but it's not until things like that, a shrine game, all-star game, or these state tournaments, or, uh, you know, some of the big meets or cats and grizz games or whatever it is that you actually get to start meeting some of these people and forming relationships and friendships and stuff like that. And so just because Montana is so big and all of our media outlets do have people at locations all across the state. And so that was certainly a fun one. There was a lot of people down there, obviously. And I know that I was doing sidelines for that game, so I had to at least pretend like I was paying a little more attention than everybody else did, but it was fun taking some pictures on the sidelines, you know, and, and really enjoying that one. So, yeah, I can, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak on behalf of the entire sports media. I don't feel bad speaking on everybody else's behalf, saying that we're certainly going to miss you around here. And, uh, you know, when that knock on sports goes national and you're up there on CBS Sports Radio or whatever it is, you know, we'll still be tuning in. We'll still be listening. Well, I appreciate that, Richie. I don't know, man. I I, I got to figure out a way to try and bring you along because you are a man of the people. Because I do remember this, another memory. You were at the last Brawl of the Wild, and you were taking pictures with fans. People were asking pictures with you, man. <laughs> so, like I said, you are a man of the people. That one got posted. So I'm trying to remember one of the photographers on the sideline saw me trying to – they wanted a selfie with me and them in the, in the, in the crowd in the student section. And I can't even remember which photographer it was now, but they caught a shot of that and it got posted around social media somewhere. Like, oh man. Yeah, I I love it, man. I love, you know, sports in Montana. Grew up here, played here, getting the chance to cover it here. It's a, it's a very special thing. And uh, I'm glad that you got to see kind of a part of that and, and can now understand why. And I'm assuming respect the passion that not just the fans, but, you know, the coaches putting in so much time in the off season, not getting paid, doing camps, doing all these things to try and make the kids, you know, better, not just at student athletes, but the student portion of that and just better, better people in our society overall. So, uh, yeah, definitely glad that you got to be a part of this and 
Uh, if you wind up back at home down in Florida, that sounds nicer than Montana winters. So don't don't think you won't get some guests down there in the off months up here. <laughs> no, absolutely. Richie Melby, our feature guest joining us from Montana Sports. Richie, I can't say thank you enough, man. You have uh, been on this show for quite some time, and you have brought uh, so much to my show as well. You've helped me uh, make this show even better with the knowledge that you continue to bring to this program as well. And like I said, I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you enough for your friendship as well. And like I said, I know we'll stay in touch. Absolutely, buddy. You know we will. And go Bucks. You go make sure that they keep things in order down there. <laughs>